morning, everybody. What's going down? I have a good one for you today. The gravy was building up, so I have to do a weekend stream. I just went to the uh, post office, no mail. And I don't know if that's more because of uh, uh, those veterans, I guess. Hopefully they're happy with all the exalting and the praise. Or just no one cares. Either way, it's all good. Uh, Today, let's talk about, I think today's stream should be called The Anatomy of a Grabble, the FTX fiasco, as well as Some Men Just Want to Watch the World Burn to Ash Experiment. (laughs) I don't know if those are catchy titles, but um, we're going to talk about one of my friends, one of the beauties of North Idaho is you get an assortment of friends that come from a wide variety of backgrounds that have all been kind of burnt a little bit by um, uh, gravels. And so they come here to, to uh, you know, live a better life. And they're incredibly interesting people. So I have some audio from one of my friends who used to be in the venture capitalist world who can help you understand Sam Bankman fried and what to expect. As you guys uh, file in, there, so as I said, there was no mail in my P.O. box this morning. I don't know if it was because those damn veterans just needed more praise uh, or people just forgot to, you know, support what they like or tip their favorite bard king piano man. Either way, it's fine. You know, I've already forgiven you. But, you know, it's time to do the right thing. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. As you guys file in the saloon, Let's first, uh, I'll show you something very beautiful. My wife and son have been playing violin now for two years. My wife started playing to help Walter learn, and then Charlie's now learning, and everybody's learning. And so uh, we have a little uh, Christmas song to play, you guys. Very heartwarming, very beautiful. I guess it, according to you guys, it doesn't deserve any type of gratuity, but it's all good. Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Enjoy. This is from... Our home last night. All right, everybody. I'm joining the Smith family uh, band. Devon Smith. One, two, ready, go. By the way, just we're going to start again. Charlie, the whole time, is not playing for us. He's playing for Dresden. All right, everybody. I'm joining the Smith family uh, band. One, two, ready, go. Walter gets it. He knows it's all about repetition because that's how you make muscle memory. Isn't that right, everyone? It's about drilling it, drilling it, drilling it, drilling it, drilling it. When we're not recording, that's what I do all day long to my entire family. Drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it. I'm just kidding. I'm not that crazy. But um, that's what I do to myself. (laughs) Okay, so um, 
before we so today's episode is going to be really fun. It's the anatomy of a grabble, the FTX fiasco. How does it work? How does Sam Bankman Freed work? Uh, what to expect in the future? And also, we're going to check out one scene from Batman. Uh, some men just want to watch the world burn. We're going to look at it from a different perspective, which I have covered in the past, but just for uh, new listeners. And then we're going to look at the Ash experiment and how conformity helps to, um, to shape society. Okay. Uh, as you guys keep filing in, Kyneton, why don't you get the uh, Super Chats ready in case we have any. Uh, we're going to enjoy someone, some comedian, made a nice little video about Joe Rogan. Drop here. <laughs> Hello, freak bitches. I gotta go on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Let me go on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's all, he's a midget. For those of you just listening, he's a midget. The, the joke is he's a midget. Dude, do you think you'll die one day or not? I'm not trying to make you think about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how the world, that's how the road goes. Yeah, you're born and then you die. Why, what do you think? I don't know, man. Bert Kreischer doesn't think you die. Yeah? Yeah. I think, I think he's just drunk. Yeah, that could be it, too. Yeah. And you don't have a shirt on, dude. You have to put a shirt on to decide if you're going to die or not. Well, he, he goes, prove it, boy. <laughs> that's so it's just, that's we, we have to base this on what we know about people. Now, I know that people prove used it. to be alive, and now they're not. Be sad if you die, you think? I think I'll be dead, bro. Yeah. What about you? I'd be sad if you died. Oh, thank you. I'd be sad if you died, too. Thanks, man. Obviously, Brian Monarch's a shill because um, he clearly got an actor that's much taller than Joe Rogan to be Joe Rogan to make him feel better. Is this all the Super Chats, Kyndon? Let me read these. And then we'll get into the anatomy of gravel. You're not going to hear this type of analysis anywhere else. So you might as well sign up for unauthorized. Wait till you see the analysis. It'll be very beneficial. Sleep Deprived Bear says, in response to Jonah Bear, yes, I hunger for connection to real men in this overly feminized world. I would like to be married and have a family one day, but I still prefer the company of men. So like hetero life partners, boost your chat, boost your chat, save me. You're going to need more than six bucks to save you from that sleep deprived bear. Jesus, hetero life partners. Ugh. Thankful for this day, Bear. Tip for the Veterans Day rant, plane landing, way to bring the bird in hot, comedy gold, Big Bear. Yeah, and apparently Cod's going to clip that and put it up, but, you know, it might be a few years. It's not, doesn't, the timing doesn't matter at all, does it, Coddington? Anyway, RMK, it'd be amazing to see Yay link with the legal guest Crowhead on, such as K- Alphonse, etc. Someone with his mind, audience size, conveying those concepts would make the grabbers lose it. Yeah, but it's not, I don't know. I think that those concepts are cool. If you have a lot of time on your hands and you want to like potentially get arrested for a month, I'm uh, not into it personally. I, I'm into the um, understanding what legalese is, understanding inheritance, understanding how trusts work. We're going to talk about all that today with the gravel. But to you know make a claim in court and all that, if you're like if you have a lot going on in your life, just I I, I don't recommend that. I mean, Vox's dad ended up in prison for 12 years doing that, so. 
it's more of just a good way to educate yourself about how um, the law works and who you are and where your rights come from. It's actually a very spiritual path. But to actually do it in prison, if you're a family man, just you guys, um, you know that I give out pretty good advice, right? I say don't. That's my opinion. That if you want to start figuring out whether or not it's legal to pay taxes and this and that, and that go ahead. I mean, you're fighting with a cartel. And uh, I would much rather just put the coin in the hat and, uh, and just live my life. You know, you don't need a, uh, you don't need a, uh, like, I'll tell you a little something from my life. This is, this is what I re- recommend you do as a man. We could use a book list of recommended. All right. So um, I don't like property taxes. I don't mind income tax, which is odd because it motivates me to expand and, uh, you know, hire people and get equipment and stuff like that. I think that there's um, some validity to it. And since it is their money, it is their system. They take a, a VIG just like every gang does. No problem. Property tax, I don't like because it means you never own your land and they can just always exploit you. So I'm not making a stance against a gang or a cartel. You know, I've, I've heard that there's stuff like land patents and allodial rights and all that. I can't find a coherent thing to do and I don't want to play with those forces. So what I'm doing is I'm just following the law and figuring out how to lower my property tax as much as possible. And this is something I highly recommend you guys do. Okay, so I have very, I had very low property tax in North Idaho until I built a house. Before, it didn't really matter because it was so low. This year, and they just raised property taxes around here because so many people moved in, which uh, I don't quite understand the math. Shouldn't it be the other way? But whatever. So I am now writing off nine acres as agricultural. Do you know how much taxes you have to pay a year for an acre of agricultural land in uh, Idaho? 50 bucks. So that's uh, for nine acres, I'll have to pay $450 versus thousands of dollars if it was residential versus uh, agricultural. And so stuff like that is really big to do. And if you have a farm, you can write that off your income taxes. And uh, if you sell any of your products, if you are productive, I've studied kale for years. It's legit. For me, it's easier to function as an LLC control rather than reclassifying. Yeah, I'm not saying KL is not legit. I'm just giving advice for the typical listener to this stream. Um, I'm not saying that what they're saying is it just requires an incredible amount of effort and focus. And you're going to be battling with really dark forces. And in, the, in this day and age, with what we have on our plate, I don't I'm not doing it. And I'm very smart and very courageous. But uh, do what you want. I think it's it's more fun to uh, look into how you can lower your taxes based on uh, legal. Not not that that isn't legal. What KL is saying and all those guys uh, from Entropy checking the others. Thank you, Connington. It's just uh, a lot of people haven't even pursued the LLC write-offs or uh, productive land write-offs or anything like that, and they're going straight to. I'm a sovereign citizen. And the irony about sovereign citizen is it's a contradiction in terms. If you look up citizen in Black's Law Dictionary, it's a, it's a slave. It's a serf. It's someone without any rights. So sovereign citizen is like 
tall Joe Rogan. It's a contradiction. I keep my taxes low by simply not earning much. Yeah, I, I do that as well. But, um, you know, if you do start, I gross a good amount. But then just keep it flowing. Keep like invet, reinvesting in your companies, all kinds of stuff. Okay, let's move on. I got a lot to talk about here. I, uh, I, I, some of the calls I made have been amazing. I, 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 I battle between gloating from some of my incredible calls and not because I find it annoying sometimes when people uh, rub in how they called stuff that many other people called. You know, like when someone's like, oh, I predicted this. Don't, don't get me wrong. I know that sounds a little annoying sometimes, but, you know, some of these calls are pretty amazing. And uh, I do like to enjoy it when it happens and remind the Bears that we made some great calls along the way. Okay, like here's uh, a call that, that a lot of people didn't see coming. Check it out. Now, let's talk about that because that leads me that leads me into my next point. Let's talk about the 47 because I, I did hear one of you guys, maybe it was on Twitter, one of you guys was talking and said that someone mistaken it for a swastika. Yeah, but Am I right? Let's explain the, the 47. Day, I mean, I mean, right. day, Blacks with swastikas. I mean, come on. And another one was how profitable funeral homes and uh, crematoriums would be. See, these aren't your basic calls. These are calls that might require a little high-fiving. Funeral home business is booming, and analysts and companies don't understand why. Last Wednesday, the largest funeral home business in North America... I literally told people to invest in funeral homes and crematoriums when everyone else was investing in Bitcoin. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I did, I did make calls that other truthers weren't making. How many truthers were even going against crypto? Almost none. They were all pump, pump, pumping, pumping. And we're going to talk about FTX today and the anatomy of a gravel. But I made the call that bot, that human body disposal was going to become extremely profitable and to stay away from such fun investments like FTX. Corp International reported that so far in 2022, the company has made almost $500 million in profits. And its stock is up over 15% since the earnings report. I now, here's that. where it gets interesting. Listen to this clip of the CEO of Service Corp last week during the earnings call talking about the unexpected business. And you, so what we would have expected is, why wouldn't we go back towards, uh, let's say, a 2019 level? Maybe you get a percent or so growth off 2019. I would expect that. So what we're telling you is, the third quarter this year, we did 15% more calls than we did in the third quarter of 2019. That is not what anybody would have anticipated. What the CEO is saying is that they had 15% more business than they did in the third quarter of 2019, far more than he and anyone else anticipated. Interestingly, Congressman Lowenthal bought up to $75,000 in SCI in the month <laughs> leading up to the earnings. And lastly, when we look at the other end of the spectrum, we can see that Lincoln National, a major insurance company, took an unexpected $2.1 billion loss in their life that. insurance division, causing the stock to dive almost 40%. So the question is, what's the cause behind this unexpected uptick in deaths that are catching analysts and companies by surprise? I'll leave that up to you to decide. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot, of, lot of good money being made right now in burning or burying bodies. All right, so next up, we're going to talk about... So this FTX meltdown is hilarious. First, let's just see something very funny. Associated Press reported the KFC has apologized for accidentally sending a push alert to its app users in Germany 
that appeared to urge people to order food to commemorate the 84th anniversary of Kristallnacht when Nazis terrorized Jews throughout Germany and Austria. That's very funny. I also think uh, Kristallnacht might have been more about uh, arresting pedophiles. I don't know, though. I wasn't there. But I now kind of see a pattern of how they operate. They go, are you trying to hurt me? It's like, no, you just stole everybody's money. And I know I'm not a fan of Mean Mr. Mustache, and, and I'm keeping that position. But there is something to be said for his uh, attempted financial um, system, if it had worked. I still think he was a fall guy and intentionally was there to uh, destroy Germany. But he was trying to back the German mark with labor, you know, and you can't get mad at that unless you're a, a filthy and aggressive criminal. And I think I figured out why uh, Elon Musk, the actor, the non-billionaire actor, and I will prove it today. We're going to prove it with the Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, I think the entire point of giving everyone blue check marks and letting the trolls run loose was to give a narrative for why all the companies are failing. You know, Facebook's tanking too. So is uh, all Amazon, Apple, all of it. So did Twitter Blue just cost Eli Lilly billions? Yes. You don't know that, Raphael. You're making a very, very dangerous correlation there. We are excited to announce insulin is free now. So a lot of trolls are coming out, and it's funny. Like Some of them are hilarious. And then it shows the stock tank. That's not how this works. They'll front run a, uh, a pump and dump with a narrative so that the dupes believe it when they take their golden calf and run away. They've been doing the same shit for thousands of years. It's all about pump, 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 exalt, create an idol, create a golden calf, give a narrative as to why someone has to take the calf and run, and that's it. Um, this is pretty funny. Some brother says, look up the religious affiliation of everyone involved in the FTX collapse. Kanye was right. And then Coindex says, in response to a tweet from Isaiah Jackson, that made an anti-Semitic hurtful statement, Coindesk is immediately terminating his contract for his weekly community crypto show on Coindesk. Yeah, it's they're all call themselves Jews, all of them. Everybody that's being like burnt right now, they're, you know, everybody involved in FTX was Jew. Bernie may have Jew. They're all, you know, oh no, I found a Catholic. Okay, okay. And I'm not blaming Jews. It's your fault for buying into it. I could see right through Bitcoin pump and dumps. You know, you want to get rich on not working. Welcome to the world of the shadow. And you're low ranking. These Jews will eat you alive. You know, if you want to uh, get free money, money for nothing without labor, they're going to eat you alive. And it's your fault. I saw through it. You don't get to make money on buying a crypto coin from a, a, a liar, like an obvious criminal. When Bertie Madoff was giving out 15% a year, year after year, through recession and through bull and, and bear, everyone knew he was lying. And so by the end, the only the people that got burned were the ones that, uh, you know, he apologized to whites because he thought we were the slavers. Yeah, it's all it's all coming out. This uh, I like this quote. Six real six million says, I used to think Iran was a fucked up place until I saw sniper teams protecting pedophile men dressed as women twerking for toddlers in libraries. Yeah, welcome to the world of understanding Sharia law. Okay, which one? Oh, that's that. Okay, so let's get into the anatomy of 
FTX. And so, as I said earlier, I have a friend that was in the uh, venture capital world, pretty high up in that world. Uh, saw some immorality happening, moved to North Idaho. Me and his family are now really good friends. His wife and my wife are friends. Our kids play. Uh, he's all about gold and silver, just completely sees through the growers, extremely high IQ. And so I'm going to play some of the um, some of his audio today. I asked him if it was okay. He said, yeah. Uh, about the how the FTX pump and dump works. So first off, this is... Um, Last month, Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary said, if there's ever a place I could be that I'm not going to get in trouble, it's going to be at FTX. It's a Ponzi scheme of credibility and trust. Wait till you guys see through the gravel. Okay, would you like to see um, uh, who exactly? So that's the guy. So this is why it is your fault if you lost money on FTX. It is your fault because it was out of greed. It wasn't because you were... Oh, I was tricked by the Jew. I was just a naive little girl. I'm just a little, I'm an innocent sheep nibbling in the, the, no, no. If you can't see that that dude is a criminal and that this is all fake. So all, all these media companies kept pumping this guy up. Oh, he's a genius. He's a wizard. He just wants to give away all his money. And I'll explain how all of that works. He, uh, he's going to be the first trillionaire. Oh, this is the next. We're going to go straight to the moon. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And so they get all the shills on board. He pays them all back with interest immediately. They're just getting the uh, media on board and the credibility of Bill Gates and, and uh, Sequoia and all these, uh, all these groups. And then they get the retards in. And that's why the Bible says over and over and over and over and over again, don't, you know, create golden calves. Don't exalt false idols. Don't only worship God, the creator. These are survival tools. So they'll take a golden calf. That guy is your golden calf. And I think they do the same thing with Zuckerberg and Ellen DeGenerate and all this. I have a theory that they don't give these guys fake names. He's not a quote unquote actor. I think they pick people based on having funny names. I think they find it funny. I think the demonic realm finds that hilarious. Like, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg ever did a single fucking thing. And it's getting more and more obvious. Like, when you look at this guy, he's just a random asshole. It's like if I grabbed Ming Yin and I made him and I just was, like, exalting him and saying, oh, he's the, he's the next wizard. Oh, you know, he's wearing shitty clothes and he, he's always talking shit and he's always drunk. But that's because he's so brilliant. He's going to be the next trillionaire now. Give him your money, right? And then they, they capitalize on the greed. So watch this now. And of course, someone like me could see through it while it was happening. But I always said, oh, you're going to miss out on the... It's not Lifetime Actor Sterling Bear. They're dupes. They're, they're, they're pumped up. I think that these idiots believe it too. I think Elon Musk thinks he's rich. <laughs> I don't think cognitively you can understand Lifetime Actor. I think that you would slip up. It would be too hard to stay in character for decades, in my opinion. But what do I know? Uh, I think they get them to believe it. You know, I, I think it's pretty funny if you think about it. But anyway, watch this. And bear in mind, I took an insane amount of abuse and criticism and attack and slander. And longtime bears were like, I can't listen to you anymore if you don't see the value of FTX and Bitcoin. You want us to be poor. You just want to hurt me. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady lost $500 million, by the way, and that's why he's getting divorced, because they put all their money in fucking FTX. So anyway, this is the guy. And tell me, if you can't see this as a lie, if you can't see through this, you have to stop watching pornography. But Sam is not a traditional billionaire because he believes in the concept of earn to give, which means his goal (laughs) as a human is to make as much money as possible just to give it away. Earn to give. Guys, this is real. This isn't a a parody. This isn't a comedy. This is all 100% presented as real. Not that long ago. And... What I thought were smart people were putting their life savings into this. And now it's all gone. Every penny's gone. And uh, Bankman's now on the run. I'm going to go on a pretty strong uh, limb and say I know what country he's going to end up in. It rhymes with Bizreal. And guys, everybody involved in this calls themselves a Jew. That's exactly what he's doing. So let's say that you have $100 and you want to figure out what you can do with it to help the world. Earning to Give is thinking about which causes, which charities save the most lives per dollar. This $100 can go as far as it possibly can to help the world. Last year, this 29-year-old guy donated $50 million. Okay, so you guys can see this is fake, right? I, I don't. I honestly don't know anymore. Because while this is happening, I can see that it's fake. When people are, oh, you got to get your money to FTX. It's going to the moon. I'm like, that fucking guy? The 29-year-old with tits and the big Jufro that's slobbering and can barely talk? Oh, yeah, that's how you know he's a genius. No, no, it isn't. No, this guy, look at this guy. He's like a porno guy. I used to know a guy in L.A., that uh, looked and acted exactly like him. He was a comedian. I can't remember his name. The same Jewy fro, the same like fat tits, the same like weird. He ended up doing bang bus. Do you guys know what bang bus is? Don't look it up. There's this porno company that would drive around and get guys to bang chicks in a bus and they'd record it and put it on a website. These people are so autistic and retarded and perverted that, okay, you're either going to be a trillionaire or you're gonna do porn. And so he'd still do comedy. They're all perverts, by the way. Like perverts. He'd still do comedy, be like, wow, you know, I think his dad worked for NASA. Do you know how many uh, porno guys are Jews whose dads worked for NASA? I swear to God. He's like, yeah, I did bang bus, and you know, it's people are look down at me for it. And it's like, what the fuck? These are not smart people. They're They're uncivilized, crazy perverts that know how to run a confidence scam. The dollar itself is a confidence scam, but it has a lot more behind it than any of this Bitcoin bullshit. All right. So anyway, watch this and tell me if you can see that this isn't true, because I'm starting to realize how many people, because they want it to be true, they can't see it like the moon landing or the ISS. Do you know how many people have been writing me about the fucking ISS? Oh, it's in free fall around a circle, Big Bear. That's why they can, they can play their flutes and, and have the gorilla costume and why Don petted. I'm like, you don't see that that's fake? And they're like, no, you, 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 sir. Because they want it to be real. And they've created a golden calf. And everyone's just worshiping it. And then they just get robbed blind. And then we're supposed to take care of them. Okay, watch this. 
year, he's planning to donate $500 million a year. And next decade, he will probably give away more than $10 billion. The amount of good that you can do uh, for the future of the world is, is really large, and it's way more than you can do to actually make yourself happy with anything like that amount of money. And he is funding everything you can think of. Global warming. It's one of the biggest problems that we okay, have. Okay, so you guys can see it's fake, right? Can you see that this, 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 I know tons of people, like through people, that just lost all their money from this. Like this fucking guy, where is it? Kevin O'Leary says that the one place he knows his money's safe is in FTX. How can you look at this guy and how he talks? So when he's giving his money away, do you understand how it works, right? Investors give him money. That creates a buzz. They use it with the media to get all the retards to put their money in there. He immediately donates his money back to the NGOs and the foundations that are stopping global warming, stopping the COVID-19 virus. Stopping white supremacy. It's all total fucking bullshit. And people will back it because they're like, if that isn't true, then I'm not going to get more money for nothing. Money for nothing and the chicks are free, right? If that's the offer, it's a grabber behind there rubbing his hands. All right. Tackle together as a world. COVID-19 preparedness. We have to be ready for the next pandemic. <laughs> Neglected tropical diseases. More than a billion people suffer from them. We have to eliminate these diseases. And of course, animal welfare. Animals deserve to live just like we do. It's also why I'm vegan. Sam doesn't need the money to buy a Lamborghini or to buy a Rolex or to impress his friends. In fact, his car is a Toyota Corolla. Hold on, Where, where's your car? It's uh, that one there. That's like what, a Toyota? Uh, yeah, it's a Corolla. Why don't you buy a Lamborghini, man? didn't have any particular need for one. He wants to get rich in order to impact the world and change it. Okay, so I, I honestly have to keep checking in with you guys. Do you guys know that this is fake? I mean, I can probably tell you guys do, but like, I mean, Tom Brady invested $500 million into that guy. Okay, so let's listen to my friend break down exactly, um, exactly how this works. All right, so I'll just leave it on that image. That's the guy, by the way. That's visually what he looks like. All right, so I don't know all the details of this particular company, but it's now becoming clear to me that I can see the pattern of a grapple I do understand, uh, which is, you know, basically this kid... Uh, is has you know, been affiliated himself with a bunch of really powerful grabblers, NGOs, uh, etc. A lot of it comes out of the venture capital scene. I know some of the people and firms that backed him, and you know what they do is they make him out to see him like a genius, like a wizard, like a magical man who can make money from nothing, and they pump him up, right? They give him money, and they give him more money and more money and more money, and. The one that really drove it in this case is Sequoia Capital, which is the most prestigious, quote unquote, uh, venture capital firm. I mean, they, they like backed Amazon and Google and, you know, they're worth billions and billions of dollars. And 
they drive the valuation of the stock up to 30 some billion dollars for FTX uh, by just writing that, you know, he could be the first trillionaire, right? They spread it around in their circles that this is the next big win, right? They all, everybody gets in, Tom Brady, Giselle Bundchen, that, you know, all the big venture capital firms, all the big family foundations, all the big, uh, you know, big money that drives all the NGO agenda, you know, Bill Gates, everybody, right? Everybody gets in, all the boys. <laughs> and they pump the valuation up to 30-some billion dollars. Well, then he goes, turns around and he starts using the money. Well, A, he has a token, an FTX token, which you know, he can distribute around. And that created a bunch of, quote, value out of nothing that he can give back to these people as payback. And he goes and turns around and invests in them, right? So he goes and puts you know, so Sequoia Capital gave him $210 million as an investment in FTX. Then he personally becomes extremely wealthy, turns around and puts $500 million into Sequoia Capital as an investor, a, a limited partner, an LP in the venture fund, right? So Sequoia has already, you know, gotten their money back, right? Uh, that was the thank you for, for pumping the valuation up to insane levels. Like, if you read that article, right, I mean, they're saying that, you know, he's so smart, he's going to displace the top four banks, and he could be the first trillionaire in the world, and uh, yada, yada, yada. He's, you know, has this, um, this effective altruism philosophy, and that he's going to give back all the money to the most important world causes. Well, that's just what, like, what Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and such say, right? The exact same thing, or I'm gonna give all my money away, but like, who does the money actually go to, right? Well, Bill Gates owns the World Health Organization, right? Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, between the two of them, I think are like 20% of the UN's WHO program financing, right? They give it to the World Economic Forum, they give it to Davos, they give it to, uh, you know, the Bill, the Clinton uh, Foundation, right? All of the, the Ford Foundation, all of the big foundations that are driving towards, you know, all the great reset agenda items. And so his job, you know, they basically created this myth around this man, pumped up the valuation super, super high, suckered in all kinds of normal people that thought this was going to be the next moonshot. Uh, then he took their money, that they were was in the exchange that was supposed to be just exchange money, and he started he moved it to an organization called Alameda Research, which was his research and investment arm, and then he starts investing it back in all of the companies owned by these other people, uh, including you know and even other kinds of like weird risky bets like he bet seven or I think it was nine million dollars on Trump losing the 2024 election, for example, right? I mean he's just using the money for. Okay, there's more. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, and he also donated a ton to Democrats. And then is making huge donations, $500 million, billion dollar donations to, uh, to the big foundations out of that money, too. So, you know, basically all of the pump created something that where there was really nothing by all of these big people putting their names behind it, lending credibility to it. And then the deal was he had to take all that money and give it back to them, right, in the form of investments, donations, et cetera, right? So, I mean, he's evading taxes by donating it to tax-free foundations and nonprofits. He's becoming an investor in all kinds of different funds. Like, he invested in the debt round of Twitter, for example. So he put that money all over the place to pay back all the people that pumped it up. 
And then in the end, it's like, poof, it's all gone, right? All of the normal people lost all of their money. Uh, and, you know, this, this small group of elite that backed it and pumped it end up with, you know, basically disappearing into the night with tons of tons of money. He'll probably disappear too. And, and that'll be it, right? So it's kind of a mix of a, what you'd call a pump and dump scam, right? Where they just talk up the stock price to a ridiculous level, like talking about how it's some kind of magic wizardry that's going to change everything. Everybody believes these people naively. They all put their own money into it. And then in the end, he's embezzled the funds, used them for inappropriate reasons, you know, customer funds. And it sounds like now he actually just like transferred all the money to himself and just fled, right? So... So yeah, that's uh, it's a mixture of a pump and dump. Uh, you know, in the end, it turned into like money laundering and embezzlement as he just mixes up everything to make sure nobody can really follow any trace. And it was a, something of a quid pro quo too, right? Because it was like, look, if we give you all this money and support, you have to uh, you have to you know say you're going to change, you know, work on climate change and curing exotic diseases and donate back to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and give it to the UN and to the WHO and all that kind of stuff. So, and you know, it was obviously it was nothing, right? There was nothing there. It was just all talk. It was just a scam. And now in the end, uh, all of any big account holders on FTX that lost money or any uh, lenders that lent money to uh, to FTX or even equity holders in FTX are going to sue, which is going to be protected by bankruptcy law. And then the courts are going to try and claw back the money. So like stuff he donated uh, to political campaigns, stuff that he donated to charity stuff that he gave out, you know, investments he made, et cetera. They're going to try and get all that back. But there's so much, there's so much given out to so many different entities. They're never really going to get it all. And they're going to, you know, end up being able to keep it. Um, yeah. Um, Boer Bear, I mean, a lot of you guys have some great comments here. Boer Bear says, isn't this bad for crypto? Well, my young Boer Bear, this is what to look out for next. All right, here we go. This is a new... Audio. In this case, blowing it up at the end was probably part of the original plan, and because I think they're going to use it to build a narrative around. Yeah, sorry. Can you guys hear that? In this case, blowing it up at the end was probably part of the original plan, and because I think they're going to use it to build a narrative around how insecure and dangerous you know, private, unregulated crypto exchanges and tokens are that there needs to be a government-centric, in this case, world government-centric, you know, digital payment infrastructure that we can trust because if you just leave you guys hear that? the unregulated private sector, it'll always end in tears, right? But, you know, they did that. And it's kind of, it reminds me actually of like the same narrative of the banking panic of 1907. If you look into that, that was the, the narrative that they used to drive, uh, the Federal Reserve Act in 1913 was that all these state charter banks, uh, you know, there were lots and lots of state chartered banks back then, and a lot of the bank panic allegedly began in all these independent state chartered banks. They weren't sufficiently centralized. They weren't sufficiently regulated. And uh, the Federal Reserve Act was pitched as a solution to the panic of 07, and they'll probably roll out the CBDC as a solution to this, you know, crypto uh, chaos of our era. 
Yeah, so um, that's that's pretty much the autopsy of FTX. The MIT Epstein grab was involved. They, it's all the shadow world. They're not rich. They have no wealth. They have no integrity. They're all liars. All liars. They're just running scams on people. And they're like, well, I, I'm a vegan because I think it matters. Black lives matter. The deer matter. I give away all my money to make the world a better place. Well, you're just a white supremacist with a child and a gun. Because they're trying to extract virtue and they're trying to get uh, the Holocaust cloak. Like what they said in Princess Bride, where it's like, if you're such a philanthropist, no one can criticize you. Oh, Bill Clinton's a rapist. No, no. Bill Clinton, and this is a true story, has a hospital in Little Rock, Arkansas for the victims of rape. So that when people say, oh, Bill Clinton's a rapist. Oh, that means you hate rape victims because he's trying to cure them. It's so obvious. And so watch out for, watch your inner world. It's all about how you... Sorry, I don't think that they're, the people who fell for this are naive. I, I don't. I, I think if you look at that guy and you think, I'm going to put my savings with him because he's producing a product that's good for my neighbors. I don't believe that anyone thought that. I think they thought, here's the next scam to get rich quick. Uh, I don't understand it, but I really want money. And so, poof, it's all gone. That's why so much of the, the morality talk that we do is so important. Bears are way ahead of the curve. We've chosen to lift the veil from our eyes. Yeah. So disgusting. Yeah, but it's disgusting all the people that fell for it. That's why I was fighting so hard against all these crypto bros because it's like you're greedy. I'm like, for you to make money, someone else has to lose. And once you understand that, you can't go back. Once you have that insight, you can't go back. So it's, oh no, but any investment then, when you buy Dilber, and it, no, no, literally no. It's not the same. Crypto is a pump and dump Ponzi scheme. It is fair, Denmark Bear. Yeah, it's like, so, so if you invest your money and someone else buys it at a higher price, more people buy it, more people buy it. Yeah, now you have to sell it to a bigger idiot. That's the only way you can make money on crypto is selling it to a dumber person. And all the people that work hard for their money and wanted to like make free quick money, they're definitely not the same. I trade all of them, but do not recommend for investing. Says Persian Jew. Yeah, I don't even recommend trading them. I mean, it's like, do what you want. You can still be a bear and I, you know, it's all good. Everybody has sin in their life, but like, it's clearly, clearly bad. You know, it's like, why don't people just... Because trading like that, buy low, sell high, when you're dealing with illusionary magic stuff like that, it's based on tricking and lying to other people. Marketing is, a, is lying. It's magic. It's like, it's one thing to market by getting the word out or telling people about a great product or something like that. But if you're intentionally manipulating someone to buy something, maybe I shorted them because of how dumb it is. Good for you, Persian Jew. Um... It's, uh, yeah, yeah, short, good for you. Makes me think of the guy who tried to do that fire festival, just looking for the next buck. Um, yeah, and it's one thing to have compassion for people that are, there's, there are still naive people in crypto. Like they, they were lied to, oh, this is the way around fiat. This is the way around banks. This is the way where we won't have to do usury. I'm sure there's some of those people exist and I am compassionate to those people. But I didn't see a lot of that. I saw mostly greed, anger, 
resentment. That's why I think uh, they're allowed to be so destroyed. And if you want, if you're feeling angry at Grabwars, last night I did a piano stream where I improved uh, a very Jewish Christmas, and I uh, someone clipped it. Papa J Bear clipped it, and so this is one of the reasons why you should uh, subscribe to Unauthorized.tv because all these ones are unauthorized. Enjoy. I'll play a few minutes of this. Um, I remember having to sing some song in elementary school about a dreidel. It went like this. No presents for you, no presents, because I laid your dad off. No presents for you, no presents for you, no presents. My name is Bernie Madoff. I'm going to fast forward. Just don't hurt me, don't cause me any pain, don't cause me pain. Oh, I can make it rain. Don't cause me any pain. Oh, oh, good. FTX, we're all J's. FTX, we're all J's. So are every Ponzi scheme. Every single Ponzi scheme. Every single Ponzi scheme. All done by the J's. And then we'll make you scream. But if you point that out, it's way more hurtful. Shout. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'll, uh, 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 let's do this. Here we go. Squirt! Alright. If you buy my crypto, you will be rich, yes. Oh, you'll be rich, don't you know? Buy all my crypto, yeah. Buy all my crypto, yeah. Poof, it's all gone now. Don't say it's me. Buy all my crypto now, <laughs> buy all my crypto now. Presto Cadabra, oh look, you're trying to hurt me. Did you try to hurt me? <laughs> oh no. I was just trying to heal the world. What were you trying to do? Oh dear. If I steal all your cash... And I try to dash And you point out my tiny hat That means you're hurting me <laughs> If I steal all your cash Then I make a dash And you point out my tiny hat That means you hurt me You try to hurt me You try to hurt me You try to hurt me Your whole family's fired You try <laughs> to hurt me You try to hurt me You try to hurt me Oop, your family's fired now you can think about before you social media shout that it was just me. It went, oh, it was just you. You tried to hit me. <laughs> I will steal all your cash, then I will make a dash. If you point out my small hat, that means you are hurting me. The helicopter was so real. It was a real me. We made it illegal to question it. <laughs> it is so crazy real. It is so crazy real that if you question it, we put you in jail. It's so real. It's so very real that if you do the math, we'll put you right inside the jail. <laughs> Here is your precious cash. Oh no, I'm going to dash. I stole your cash. Oh, you're trying to hurt me. You're trying to hurt me. Hutzma, 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 hutzma. Quick in the grandma capture. <laughs> oh, Kyrie Irving, you're trying to hurt me.
I can't breathe this jeans. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm in a very creative mood right now. If I steal your money with Bitcoin and you point at my small hat, you're hurting me. <laughs> if you point out my crimes or that I'm married to Grimes, I will call the ADL and then you're hurting me. <laughs> if you point out my crimes that I'm married Grimes, I will call the ADL and show that you are hurting me. <laughs> Oh, this Christmas, your dad won't have a job, but I, I, I do appreciate his labor. I just take all his labor because he's doing me a favor because he can't pay back the loans. There's not enough money <laughs> by my Bitcoin. And let me look at your groin. I'm a dirty pervert. Oh, you're trying to hurt me. If you try to hurt me, I will get the ADL to fire you down. down. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Get the rambling under. Oh, don't point out how big my nose is. And it's full of cocaine. <laughs> My giant beak is really good for snorting cocaine. I use your retirement funds. All the money you saved, it went up my nose. And if you try to point it out, you're trying to hurt me. If you point it out and you trust a shout, I will get the ADL to fire you and your family. Six million? Six million! Five hundred million! Spin the dreidel! Where it stops, nobody knows! <laughs> I guess we're going to Turkey! Where do we go to now that the world knows all about our dirty, filthy tricks? <laughs> we could go way down south. But someone will run their, their run their mouth and then they try to hurt me and I fire you. <laughs> we're the only victims, don't you know we're always a victim? We are the only people that ever lived, that ever experienced anything bad. <laughs> All right. And please take out the debts, please take out the debts, and you pay back with your blood. <laughs> if you don't have your blood, you can give me your cum, because I'm also a dirty freaking queen. <laughs> All right, let's get out of that, that, that hole I was in. Okay, that was a good I know this is really off topic, but I would really love to hear what you have to say about radon tests. I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> right? That was a lot of fun. I can't believe how well that synced up. All right, then you're hurting me if you point out my hat. <laughs> he took everyone's money and stole. Oh, he gave it away. He gave it away to his funders. He stole all of it and fled. It's like, but don't you know, I'm just a simple boy. I'm just a simple boy with, with, I just want to save the world. I just want to save the deer. Don't you know the global warming? Now give me your money. Oh, you're trying to hurt me. You're trying to hurt me.
He also sponsored the Miami Heat area. Ugh. <laughs> he didn't do anything, guys. He's just a pervert that one, uh, one choice different in his life. He's in the back of the bang bus getting filmed fucking a prostitute. That's why they're so easy to control. All right, let's revisit this scene called Some Men Just Want to Watch the World Burn, and then we're going to look at the ashes and the ash experiment. All right, here we go. You crossed the line first, so you squeezed them, you hammered them to the point of desperation. And in their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. Criminals aren't complicated, Alfred. We just need to figure out what he's after. With respect, Master Wayne, perhaps this is a man you don't fully understand either. A long time ago, I was in Burma. My friends and I were working for the local government. Okay, so at that point, we all know Alfred's a spy. You know, everyone talks about how Alfred's this harmless uh, butler. He's like, my friends and I were in Burma working for a local government. Okay. Never trust a 29-year-old with man boobs. It's a good point. Okay, so uh, let's continue here. And so the whole idea is what motivates a man. And we're starting to see shifts and cracks in society and civilization and people's inner worlds are being shown, like their motivations are being shown. And it's very, very interesting. Now, what Alfred the spy, the MI6 spy here is about to explain is that someone else, he's saying some men just want to see the world burn, but I will postulate that some men just weren't motivated by what he considered money. Okay, watch this. We're trying to buy the loyalty of tribal leaders by bribing them with precious stones. Their caravans were being raided in a forest north of Rangoon by a bandit. So we went looking for the stones. But in six months, we never met anyone who traded with him. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Or, or Alfred, he didn't want you to buy the loyalty of the local leaders and were taking away the motivation and the way for the British Empire to subvert and enslave his people. Maybe the bandit was logical and he was trying to take away your ability to leverage local leaders to um, overthrow their way of life. Right? Do you see it when you actually see it? The first time you see this movie, you don't actually see what, what, uh, what is happening in this scene. And I don't even know if the writers know what's happening in this scene. Did some men just want to watch the world burn? No, some men actually care about their way of life more than money. And the shadow people can't understand it. Because I saw this with the Joe Rogans and all these sellouts in Hollywood. They thought I was crazy. That I was like this bandit who just wants to see the world burn because I wouldn't sell out my way of life, my, the people I consider my people, my friends, my family, truth for paper for paper. This bandit wouldn't sell out his way of life for rubies. And if anybody else took it, took the, uh, the payoff, he would take it from them to try and discourage them from doing that. And these shadow people don't understand that. They truly believe that it's insanity. Like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. They can't be bought with money. They can't be bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. 
No, no. The reason, what Alfred isn't understanding here, and it's glaring when you get it, is some men won't sell out for money. That doesn't make them illogical. It doesn't make them crazy. That's why they call Dave Chappelle crazy. Oh, he moved to Africa. It didn't take $70 million. Well, maybe he didn't want to do it anymore. They truly believe that someone who, who loves anything more than money is insane because they're inverted. It's completely upside down. You understand? This is a very important scene when you understand perspective. Some men just want to watch the world burn. No, maybe some men don't want to watch their world burn because of your currency and your bribes. Okay, so I guess it's not in that scene, but he says, Alfred, how'd you get the, get the bandit? And he burned down the forest, which is what the grabbers do. That's when they commit genocide, and then they celebrate it forever with a holiday. Every quote-unquote Jewish holiday is commemorating a time when they slaughtered a lot of innocent people. Oh, how dare you? It's fucking true. I'm not saying they're all evil, but just that's their... That's their, I mean, America just did it with Veterans Day. Veterans Day is so like pathetic. So of all the people in your society, the one group that needs exalting and idolizing and to have everybody not go to work are the ones who get paid money to go 10,000 miles overseas and shoot anyone that won't take bribes, <laughs> right? And they just take C4 and get to work out with their friends and fucking shoot 50 cals and the reason a lot of them commit suicide when they come home is because civilian life is just so fucking boring compared to shooting any fucking sand nigger that crosses their path. You know what I mean? I mean, think about how much of a dopamine drop that is. You're over there fucking anyone who pisses you off. Bang! Boom! Pink mist, right? Blow their fucking brains out. You don't want to take the loans? Bah, 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 bah. You don't want to accept sodomy? Bah, 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 bah. You don't want to sell us your fucking heroin? Ah! Right? And so they get so jacked up. Did they come home and a fucking Subaru cuts them off and they want to just throw a grenade in there? Boom! Right? But they can't. So they just fucking sit there. And then they just kind of want to die. And then everyone goes, oh my God. Everyone's in. Yeah, it's because it's so fucking addicting. Drinking fucking pre-workout energy drink, throwing in a lipper. You know, dude, a 50 cal is $4 a bullet. To have taxpayers pay for all your ammo, just throwing, just throwing metal down. <laughs> You don't want to sign up for an APR financing? You don't want to sell us your fucking heroin? I guess some people want to watch the world burn. We're calling it an airstrike. Ah, oh, they're all so crazy. Why would they fight the devil? And then they come home and they're just in Costco like... You know, and they just want to shoot a fucking sand nigger, right? Just to feel better about themselves. And then what do we do? We celebrate all of them. We go, thank you for your service. They're like, I didn't do it for you. I did it to feel like a god in that fucking sand, right? In the sandbox, all jacked up and fucking legal methamphetamines, just working for the Jews, just crushing it, right? They can't get enough. And anybody that won't give up 
Sharia or their way of life or their family unit or gold-backed currency, they must be crazy. They must want to see the world burn. So the way we get them is to burn down the whole forest. And then we'll get that fucking nigger that won't take our loans. Dude, it's so stupid. We pay $4 a bullet just so that they can blow the fucking heads off of any dirty sand bitch that that doesn't want to take our debt. Listen, I get it. Oh, but terrorism, they're scaring me. 9-11, moon landing. Oh, Gulf of Tonkin, uh, Pearl Harbor, they're trying to frighten me. We got to go stop Germany from fighting against the central banks because a bunch of dirty jabs sank one boat allegedly. What? Oh, now I'm proud to be in the mirror king. We they know I'm free. Go fuck yourself, dude. And you want and you want to shut down the mail? <laughs> and I'm not judging the soldiers. You know, imagine if we had Comedian Day from back when I was a hedonist. Where it's like these brave people go city to city making jokes and getting their cocks sucked and getting free alcohol. You know, I'd feel weird about it. They're like, thank you for your service. You're normalizing weird shit in society. And in exchange, you get free money and alcohol and everyone's fucking you. (laughs) I'd be like, I didn't do it for you. I did it for the booze and the sex and the money. Like, they'd parachute me into some fucking city. I'd do jokes. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's getting in. I'm fucking. I'm drinking. I'm getting my money. Imagine some asshole, if I'm wearing, like, a Comedy Central hat, and they see me in an airport, they're like, thank you for your service. I'm like, dude, I didn't do it for you. I did it to come, to get money, to get drunk. I suck. Like, I suck as a person right now. That's why a lot of vets relate to me. Like last night I was doing a stream making fun of Veterans Day and how it's all about, you know, chewing tobacco, C4, shooting, just throwing metal, hanging with your buddies, doing drills and how fun it is. And then you come home and life sucks. And uh, this vet was like, this is, I'm dying laughing. This is exactly true. <laughs> like none of them want you to say, want to know who wants to be exalted and be thanked for their service? The, the, the guy who joined the army was a mechanic in Guam. He's like, no problem, patriot. Like the guy that's just like in Guam fixing a truck. Like anybody that got to, they're like, I didn't do it for you. I did it because I felt like a god. <laughs> Don't thank me. I shot a little kid for guarding heroin. Like It's like they just got away with so much. Blood and calm and, and you know, just sending an airstrike. Someone's pissing me off. I see a Subaru with a coexist sticker. You know, and it's the same with Hollywood. Hollywood is the propaganda wing of the military. Or not even the military, the, uh, the World Economic Forum. I didn't realize I was doing it. So many soldiers didn't sign up to, like, just blow people away and fucking feel like a god. Uh... I got into comedy because I thought comedy was truth. That You said the truth and people laughed and it was great. And then I'd be like, you know, I realized looking back, I was part of a lot of agendas, a lot of normalization agendas. And what did I, and there was points when the thing that excited me the most was carnal pleasure and alcohol and money. And so for someone to fucking thank me for that would be like, would be unbelievably crazy. Thank you for your service. I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure these comics over here just fucked your entire family. 
All right. Anyway, I'm. It's really. It's like 90 degrees in here. I over. I overdid the wood stove. Proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. So, so the guy's working for Wells Fargo, just shooting any, any guy with a turban who won't take out a loan. That's why we're free. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the exact opposite. That's kind of like how we're enslaved, right? Oh, no. Don't you know? Don't you know? The, the, the FTX and soldiers. Oh, Jesus. I'm coming again. Oh, I'm squirting everywhere. Oh, Jesus. Don't say Jesus. That's taking God's Lord's name in vain. Oh, now put money in the basket. Put money in the basket and fucking go shoot a sad nigger for Wells Fargo. It's funny, though. That's why I have a special bond with a lot of vets, because we both kind of got out of the same programming where you realize that, you know, you were being a bit selfish and uh, you were part of something you didn't fully understand. And it's time to move on and, you know, become a truther and get a family and just crush. You know, a lot of the soldiers learned unbelievably good skills in the military. Apply that to your civilian life. You know, just be the best dad or neighbor you can be. Get into private security, whatever you want to do. It's like me. I'm awesome at talking now. I'm awesome at talking. I was taught talking and how to be entertaining and rhetoric and holding, entertain, entertain the mind for three straight hours by people that probably wanted your kids to be homos. Well, I took that skill and I'm putting it towards something good, true, and beautiful. And that's why, you know, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Anyway... Uh, now let's watch the ash experiment. This is going to break your, uh, blow your mind. And then Kyneton, do we have any more super chats or is everyone just kind of gave up on just everyone just fucking gave up public opinion poll. It examines behavior under the pressure of social forces as the experiment of Solomon ash reveals the experiment you'll be taking part in today involves the perception of lengths of lines. As you can see here, I have a number of cards. And on each card, there are several lines. Your task is a very simple one. You're to look at the line on the left and determine which of the three lines on the right is equal to it in length. All right, we'll proceed in this order. You'll give your answer. Only one of the people in the group is a real subject, the fifth person with the white T-shirt. The others are confederates of the experimenter and have been told to give wrong answers on some of the trials. The experiment begins uneventfully as subjects give their judgments. Two. Two. Two, 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 three, 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 three. But on the third trial, something happens. Two, 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 two. The subject denies the evidence of his own eyes and yields to group influence. Ash found subjects went along with the group on 37% of the critical trials. But he found through interviews that they went along with the group for different reasons. One. One. They must be right. There are four of them and one of me. One. This subject's yielding is based on a distortion of his judgment. He genuinely believes that the group is correct. One. 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 Two. One. Two. 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 I know they're wrong, but why Two. should I make waves? Two. 
In this case, the subject knows he is right, but goes along to avoid the discomfort of disagreeing Two. with the group. Here, the distortion is at the level of his response. Two. 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 All right, so that's that's a fact. They, that you know, And so I would have not been like that. And I know that some people say that and they wouldn't, but I would have been like, obviously one. These guys are fucking gay. Like, I'm beyond not susceptible to that. You know, if someone's like, two, 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 I'd be like, one, and these guys are all fags. And they'd be like, three, three, three. I'd be like, how can you see three? Are you gay? Have you been sodomized? Is that what's happening? Because people are doing it right now. They're like, the Jew is our best friend in the whole world. Israel is our only friend. And so many people can see through it, but they're just like, yeah, they do so much for us. They're so good and helpful and definitely civilized. And they're not constantly jacking off to pornos and making new currencies that don't work. I, 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 sorry, this is how democracy works. Don't be sorry. No, that's not how democracy works. That's how uh, marketing works. Four out of five dentists agree. That's marketing. You know, it's like it's to get people to think it's called astroturfing. It's a fake consensus. Because there is utility to that. There is utility to fitting in with the group. It's actually good for a lot of civilizations. Where it's like if a group go is going with something and they all see something that you don't, it's helpful to be like, okay, I guess you're to not be super disagreeable. But now that a lot of young Jew, you know, a lot of men with small hats from this country um, know this, they use it against you. They use your very nature against you. And a lot of Europeans have high trust, high conformity societies. And that's one reason why they have so much wealth because they're like, well, I trust my neighbors. You know, if I'm, if I'm the wrong one, I mean, I don't want to be the one that, that screws everyone over. I'm not like that for some reason. I'm like, how do you not see it? And so that's why, you know, it's fun being someone that's disagreeable right now because the lies are getting so insane. Like w with a functioning civilization, it's better to be agreeable. I understand why people are agreeable. I understand why people don't want to make waves, but you got to understand you're being pulled off a cliff right now. Like you're clearly, it's one thing to not make waves if it's like, oh, we don't want to talk about grandpa's drinking problem like all the time and he just does his thing. Or like, uh, yeah, you know, I really don't want to go along with, I don't, I don't like going to 4th of July fireworks. They're kind of stupid, but the family wants to. Like, for example, the, I have a Christmas tree. And I don't like having a Christmas tree. I think it's kind of weird, but my family really does. And it's not something that, it's not a hill for me to die on. And I, I see how the kids like the festivities and Amy loves the lights. And she's gone along with so many of my things that most people wouldn't, that it's the least I can do to kind of go along with something. You know, I get it. I understand conformity. Like, I can't just force my will all the time. But when you're looking at something, like, the Christmas tree isn't destructive. I just think it's stupid. That being said, uh, there's so much right now that's, that's obviously very destructive. Like, cryptocurrency, watching everyone getting sucked into a pig trap. And like in the group, especially in the truther world, it's like, no, no, you don't want us to make money. You're just, you're just jealous. You're just, or like the Joe Rogan thing. You're just jealous of him. You're just jealous. It's like, no, no. If you don't break these idols, you're going to be fucked. You're either going to be imprisoned, the January 6th honeypot, or you're going to be like poisoned. 
because you're going to trust these pharmaceutical reps that aren't being honest uh, to you about what they are and who's funding them. You know, these cryptocurrencies, you don't understand finance enough to understand the trap of them and the compliance and how they do pump and dump scams. Like I know more than a lot of people do. And it's my responsibility to let the people know when there's this false grassroots thing. That's why it's called astroturfing, where they create a perception of conformity that isn't even real. And so more and more people do it. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like the masks. All right. A Christmas tree can be utilized as a thing of beauty and also as a way of pointing to biblical truth. Well, it says not to bring in a uh, Christmas tree in the Bible. It doesn't seem to make a big deal out of it. But I'm not going to lie to myself and say the Bible says to fucking have a Christmas tree. But here's another thing. I also have a lot of pagan roots. Like I, I do. I'm just honestly, I do. You know, I'm aware of the equinoxes and the solstices and I like lighting a lot of lights in the winter and that's all pagan and that's okay. You know, it's my, uh, my roots are very pagan. I, I think that my, um, my, especially my Germanic ancestry, I think they were all Catholic just cause they said they were, because if not, they'd be like killed or something because they all were super into everything pagan, you know, like Yule logs and Howie and, you know, um, like the different stories of like natural stuff and, and herbal healing, herbal remedies, you know, just all this shit that you associate with paganism, not like child sacrifice or anything, but like, you know, Christmas is blatantly a pagan holiday, but I, I, I do relate to it on some form of, uh, on ancestral heritage. A lot of it is oriented of your heart, either towards God or not. I know, but I'm not going to be one of those churchians. It's like, yeah, but what it really means, because it says in the Bible, don't bring a tree in like the pagans. And uh, that's pretty clear, but and, but I'm not going to pretend it's like, oh, we're so far past that. There is something about not bringing in a tree like the pagans, but uh, I'm kind of pagan. You know, I call myself um, a pagan adjacent Islamo-Christian. Oh, how dare you? Just be honest about it, dude. U-Log is great because fire's going in the morning. Yeah, like uh, Easter egg hunts, that's a pagan tradition, and I like it. It's a great way to teach your kids how to find eggs when your chickens lay them all over your farm. Oh, Ishtar match? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Ishtar is, but there's a lot of utility to lighting a lot of candles and having greenery in your house when it's cold and fucking snowy and dark. And I think some of these fucking sand people don't understand why us Northern whites really like Christmas trees. I mean, I don't like it in a sense because I, I feel kind of weird as a Christian having a Christmas tree because I don't like contradictions because I'm slightly autistic. But, um, but I do get it. I do get why in the winter you bring a tree in because it's like it helps you with your uh, seasonal affective disorder. And uh, the lights, and it's just kind of like uh, something to look forward to while the world is dead and cold and the sun barely rises. Um, this is an updated version of the classic Yule video, Lana, first May in 2015. Learned about the ancient celebration of Yule and the pre-Christian. The key thing is don't idolize, don't exalt, don't make golden calves, don't worship. I, if there's a utility in it, uh, of like lights are great. Green is great in the winter. It makes you feel good. 
Yeah, Boulder Bear decorates a banana tree. And good for you. And I'm also would never clip a dick. I guess the Bible originally said that you're supposed to clip a dick. I think there are slight things in there that I feel very comfortable not doing. I don't give a fuck if the Bible says you have to clip your dick. I'd say no. No one's clipping dicks around me. And if that means I'm going to hell with all the other people that don't clip dicks, I'm fine with that. Because if heaven is simply people with, that are obsessed with clipping baby dicks, then maybe I don't want to be there, right? Worshiping the tree is bad. Worshiping the creation over the creator. Yeah, exactly. And all this dick clipping, you know, that's one part about the Old Testament that I'm, I disagree. I can, I can disagree with it. I know, I know clipping dicks is not a, a, a good thing to do. And I'm not saying if you've clipped a lot of dicks, you're a bad person, but I think it's a way to, um, I don't know. I just don't like it. Like you see a a baby. The last thing I want to do is take a piece of their fucking dick. And if you say that that means I'm not a Christian, well, I I feel I'm a Christian. I feel like very connected to Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the God of, you know, Yahweh, um, Abraham's covenant, all that stuff. I'm into it. But I'm not into dick clipping. And if that, if, if anyone has a problem with that, then fucking take it up with your rabbi. All right. That's it. That's it for me today. Uh, I'm glad I did this little stream. I hope you guys found it uh, insightful. I'm sure the veteran thing triggered a lot of retards. Um, symbols, icons, etc., can be called idols, but so can words, letters as they are symbols. What they point to is what is important. Idols of old pointed to demonic forces. Um, yeah, it's all, you know your heart. All right, final super chats. MJ Bear says, Greetings, BB and Bears. I'm meeting up with Two Acre and D-Bear today in Bertari Trail in Fargo to exchange food. Thanks for the high trust community you set up. Onward, MJ Bear. Everything's trust. Everything is trust. People can make mistakes and be flawed as long as you know they're not a liar and they're not deceiving you. And I take a lot of pleasure knowing that this community has such high trust. And let's keep it that way. Jonah Bear says, I didn't realize sleep deprived was so far gone. May this help him deal with those life partners he so hungers for. Praying that this pays that gay away. Well, it's a start. Odyssey says, never trust a 29-year-old man with boobs. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, And I think that's it. I received a a tip from Rockfin. Uh, Have a good one, BB and Bears. You as well, Denmark Bear. Great to see you guys. Unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Send any help or gratuity or support you can. Fuck the veterans for trying to keep you from doing that with our great post office on 11-11 at 11 a.m. Everyone wants to talk about, oh, so occult. Oh, crow, three sevens. Oh, that means 21. That's so occult. Veterans Day is 11-11 at 11 a.m. It doesn't get more satanic than that. Oh, no, but I'm proud to be an American. They died for us. 3,000 total soldiers died in 20 years. Do you understand how fucking... We're for, let's say 4,000, 4,000 American soldiers died in 20 years of war. That's what? 200 a year, 200 a year, dude, more people die trying to clip a dick. All the heroin they brought back killed like 200 a minute. And everyone's like, oh, but what about the suicides? Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they got so depressed. They couldn't shoot anyone in the head they want. Oh, how dare you? Oh, PTSD. Dude. I don't know. 
So glad I caught the Bear stream live today. Hilarious. Yeah, indeed. All right, guys. Unauthorized.tv. Great time to subscribe. Uh, Entropystream.live slash app slash Sean Benjamin Comedy. Um, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Support what you like. It's a great... And that's why it's not a 501c3. It's not a trust. It's not like one of these charity things because I don't want any nefarious people giving me money as a write-off. We, we've really... I know that it seems harder to do it the way we're doing it, I pay tax on it. I own it. You know, there's no write-offs, but it's a way to avoid all the grabbers. Like imagine if someone just gave me a hundred grand of write-off money and, you know, his name was like Bankstein. And then in four years, I have a court order that some have to like pay it back because he got caught with a fucking Ponzi scheme, right? It's way cleaner to do it this way. It takes longer. It requires more uh, community uh, support and commitment. Um, also we're still, uh, what's it called? Um, pre-selling our magazine, magazine.bertariatimes.com. 600 people die of fentanyl in the last 40 or 6,000 people died of fentanyl in the last 45 days. Yeah. Where's that fucking holiday? Oh no, but the soldiers who brought all the fentanyl and got to shoot anyone that pissed them off, who got to drive Humvees and be with their best friends drinking C4 energy powders. Oh, we got to shut down economy and tell them that. There's sacrifice. What fucking sacrifice? You got to spend a year in a desert with a 50 cal automatic machine gun, drinking C4, doing front lunges with your best friends? How is that a fucking sacrifice? Anybody pisses you off, send it. Oh, but one shot a bullet back at me. Uh, why the fuck are you in their country? Imagine if a bunch of Iraqis parachuted into fucking you know, Pittsburgh, and someone takes a shot at them, wouldn't you think that's okay? It's crazy. The taxes are more than worth it to get the growers away. Yes. Was fentanyl a big killer before the vax? Yes. It's been a big killer ever since those fucking soldiers that love shutting down the economy brought, you know, shot every fucking moolah that didn't want anyone to grow heroin. Great work, everyone. Way to go. All right, be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruiting, boy.